0: Terms and conditions apply.
3: Hey, thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or...
2: It's one of the worst ones we've seen yeah. in a long, long time. Yeah, a couple of hustlers, man. That's right, Let's go, Brady. Yeah, yeah,
3: yeah. Come on, Brady. Brady don't want to do it. <laughs> what? Brady don't want to do it. It's, a, it's gone.
4: Sing it, Brady. It's already gone. Sorry what, Jonas said a couple of hustlers. I, I wouldn't. I don't know that. I'd, yeah, yeah there was selfish. no
3: reason to come back after after yeah. Jonas. Jonas yeah, was, really, really ran it.
2: Yeah, okay. all right. <laughs> I'm with you I'm All right, you. It's uh, two pros and a cup of joe here Fox so, so. Sports Radio uh, It's LeVar Errington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox With you here on FSR You can hang out with us on uh, hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates The iHeartRadio app By the way, people continue to bombard us via tweet about uh, how they can't get the show in this place and that place Go to the iHeartRadio app Go to FoxSportsRadio.com uh, Go to iHeartRadio, search for Fox Sports Radio Listen live, it's all there. You can hang out with us here and we'll uh, take you all the way up until 9 Eastern time, 6 a.m. Pacific here on FSR. Um, What the hell was that from the Indianapolis Colts yesterday, who all they needed to do was beat who? As a 14 point favorite on the road. (laughs) Wait, wait. Beat who? The Jaguars. Yeah. Uh, All they needed to do is go in and beat Jacksonville Who's uh the worst organization and worst team in the NFL uh, for a for a second straight year? And Indianapolis not only loses. But they got dominated and manhandled by Jacksonville and the way everything else turned out around the NFL. Uh, Brady Quinn, the Indianapolis Colts are going home and the let's bring back Carson Wentz. It was just Philadelphia. He needed a change of scenery and to get back to where he was with Frank Reich. Uh, here we go. Indy's at home watching the playoffs.
4: The way they finished this season is an all-timer. I mean, honestly, losing what their last two games just falling apart, and the way they did it. I mean, I, I'm not – I don't want to make too much of just one game, but give the Jacksonville Jaguars players a lot of credit. Those guys could have packed up, got prepared to go to the Caribbean somewhere, the Bahamas, and I don't know, maybe uh, Puerto Rico somewhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah Casa de Campo. Um, the reality is, like, they, they came out, they stopped Jonathan Taylor, they put this game on Carson Wentz shoulders, and he couldn't deliver. Trevor Lawrence had his best game of the season. I, I just, it's crazy to me to look at that game. And if you took away the records, you would have thought the Jacksonville Jaguars were the team that was playing to go to the playoffs. Like winning, yeah. you're in. 100%. Like that's that's what they looked like. It didn't look like the Colts even wanted to be there. It was a bit shocking. And the only other thing is, did Dwayne Smoot have an incentive that he hit too? Because there was one particular time. He got a. I don't know if it was. I think it had him in a sack, but he got up like just uh, looking at the sidelines, saying, "Pay me." So I, <laughs> I, I know there was a bunch of incentives out there for guys, but he kind of kept doing it. I'm thinking to myself, either his contract's up or he's got an incentive. But either way, good for him, man. Good, <laughs> good, good for good for the Jacksonville Jaguars to finish on a finish on a better note than how their season went this year. They
3: did not get more wins than Urban Meyer. Keep that in mind. That, yeah. That oh, yeah. Pay up on that. That that was not. That well, that's where the media it yeah, was the biggest yeah, yeah. loser in this game, right? Yeah, they, yeah, yeah, that wasn't that wasn't it. Uh, but with that being said, you did end on a high note. There weren't very many high notes for Jacksonville this season. To take a team that appeared to be trending in the right direction, you got a possible uh, MVP candidate award winner and. And really a team that is built to be able to make a real run, you knock them off. I mean, not if if I'm and I have been on plenty of losing teams, to have an opportunity to do that in your final game of the year, what it does is it shows you what the capabilities and the potential levels are of a team when they have something to play for to to the level or to the extent of what would be the equivalent of their super bowl and and so to really think about it in that in those terms and in that manner i mean <laughs> you got to look at jacksonville and say huh well where was this team all year you know where where was the where were these guys because you guys were able to put it together for one game one last game and 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 we all know that going into the playoffs it's always a one-and-done scenario. This isn't like any other sport where you get to come back and try to do it again, like basketball or hockey or baseball. It's one-and-done. You win, you move on. You lose, you go home. That was what they had in this scenario, and they showed up. I mean, Trevor Lawrence, he showed up. The team, the defense, they showed up. And and they made Carson Wentz. They led him into mistakes. So, to me... It, it exposes something that's missing for for the Colts for certain, but it also makes you wonder: Is there a good team on the inside of this Jaguars of this Jaguars organization? Is there a team there? This made me wonder that because I didn't understand how they were able to win that
2: game. I mean, they've dominated, and Brady, you pointed this out last week, but they've yeah. been really good against Indianapolis in Jacksonville for whatever reason. Uh, Indianapolis has struggled there. But good God, man, with everything on the line, you're a 14-point favorite, and you roll out that. And and as we said, the game wasn't close. Like, there was no point you're watching that game going, ah, no, no, Indy's got him right where they want him. No, no, it was over. Like Jacksonville completely took over, completely took control of the game. Uh, Carson Wentz afterwards, after just a brutal performance to finish up the season, uh, he talked about it and also discussed uh, his play and then them missing the postseason. I got to protect the ball. I got to do a better job, um, and so there's there's a lot uh, that could be said, and a lot of things to, to kind of digest right now. But yeah, it's it's a frustrating, kind of crappy feeling right now. We were in control, being in control of our
4: destiny uh, last two weeks, and we just couldn't get it done. And it, it's definitely got left a bad taste in my mouth, and a lot of guys' mouth. Um, not where we want to be. Not you know what we expected
2: either. You know, we expected to finish stronger than we did. Okay, at this point in his career, what is Carson Wentz? I mean like like what what do we Well
3: sounds like an excuse maker because uh, I mean at at this point, right? If you're sitting there and you you're having to have that conversation at this at this juncture of your career, you're not you're not you're not achieving at a high enough level where you're talking about what you need to do as it applies to the next week and the next game going into the playoffs you're talking about – you're giving reasoning as to why you're in the situation that you're in right now and how we could be better moving forward, which is fine because, I mean, obviously as a competitor, you have to take in the lessons of what happens when you come up short. I don't want to judge that, and I don't want to come across as like I'm piling on them or I'm hating on them. But let's be clear here. When they made the Super Bowl run, which was arguably his best season as a pro um, – they finished it off with a different guy and and regardless of what anybody wants to say you know that tro- or that that statue out in front of the link says it all it's a Foles, not a of carson Wentz. and and so to me really and 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 i guess to sum it up he's you know he has to make excuses for not living up to the potential of what it is that people have expected him to be or think he is or what they want him to be because he has not been that. Whether he is or not, he has not been that.
4: What he is right now is he's blind to what he is. Mm. He's not a guy anymore. He, he, he's going to have to earn his way back into being a guy that a team would trade for. Being a guy that I think people look at as a starting quarterback. A franchise quarterback. Like that, That's unfortunately what this season became for him it was i don't want to say a make or break year but on a on a team that you know had philip rivers the year before and i think the longer philip was there the the better he got as as far as a sense of feel for the chemistry and all that at no point in this season did i feel like the colts were better off with carson wentz yeah i mean and that's and and that's the sad thing about it is you know you had a guy at the end of his career potentially a future hall of famer in philip rivers and you're thinking Carson Wentz wants to get to that point. He had that opportunity. He had a great run game. He had a great defense. He, he really didn't have to do a ton. But unfortunately, it's just, I mean, and, and by the way, look at the team he left. Yeah. If that gives you any indication of where this whole thing is at for him, then he needs to realize he's blind to the fact that he is no longer going to be looked at as a guy that is coming in as, the, as your number one. You're either going to draft a guy to compete with them and, and take over, or you're going to bring someone else in who you feel like is an upgrade. And, and that's where he's at right now, whether he wants to acknowledge that or realize that or not. And trust me, from, from being a quarterback in the league and being drafted in the first round, how all that goes, it's a harsh reality to face because now he's the only person the rest of his career that can believe he can be that guy. Because there's there's not going to be anyone else out there advocating for him. There's just not. I mean, Frank Reich was the last guy. He was with him in Philly. He brought him to Indy. I mean, that was that's the last guy. But with what we saw from him this season, he's probably now the only one that can truly, truly believe that he could still be that guy. And that's it's a tough road for him. Uh,
2: I, I thought you're this not at that the type. time. Oh, trust
4: me, you're not <laughs> I, that guy.
2: I thought this at the time that his career – Started to unravel the second Nick Foles won that Super Bowl. Because I think he realized they did that without me. We can we can try and say, well, you know, it was an MVP type season. Look, you missed time at the end of the regular season. Then they go into the postseason and they do something they've never done in the history of the franchise. And I think he realized in that moment, not only can they do it without me, but the next season. When he went out and Nick Foles went in, they made another run in the postseason without him. When he finally appeared in a playoff game, he got knocked out with the concussion, and this there was this sentiment that well, it must be Philadelphia. It's toxic there. It's a disaster. It's Doug Peterson. It's this. It's that. Okay. And so now Indianapolis, and I don't know what's worse, the fact that they're missing the playoffs now after they make the move to bring in Carson Wentz, or the fact that they also don't even have a first-round pick next year. So it's almost like they're committed to whatever he is, Brady, whatever Carson Wentz is moving forward, uh, whether he's dealing with stuff mentally, whether he's whatever it is. Indianapolis is so pot-committed now because of what they gave up that they just got to roll with this and hope that it doesn't blow through their championship window trying to make a guy get right again. After, after what his career was and turned into now with all the injuries and everything else that came along with it. They're in a tough I, spot. I,
4: I, I just I don't think that they're going to be hanging their hat on that moving forward. I don't. I think they're going to have to start thinking about the future. And, and he's basically found himself in the same position that he was in in Philly where you brought in a guy in Jalen Hurts for a reason. 'Cause and, and you and I think Philly at the time talked about, well, hey, you know, Carson Wentz gets Hurts. So we gotta have a backup, a capable backup. We've already seen how that played out as you just laid out for us with Nick Foles. And that was the conversation then. But now after watching Hertz and we've kind of talked about it, he just gets better and better and better the more he plays. And then you're watching Carson Wentz, and it seems like the more he plays, the more you doubt or the more and maybe eliminates the thoughts of what you thought he could be as a franchise guy. So, it, it, like I said, it's an unfortunate part or spot to be in his career, but the truth of the matter is they, they, Indianapolis or any, the rest of the league is going to start saying, all right, we start looking at the draft, we can start looking to other guys who may have more potential upside as opposed to you know what Carson Wentz is. Like, he's getting to the point where I think people look at him and say, we know what he is and we, we, we know what he's not. And that's the hard part is when you, when you get to a point in your career where the NFL is determined what your upside is and what your downside is and who you are, it's hard to shake that. Like there's only so many Rich Gannons out there that come in later than their career, what, 30, and can win an MVP because first impressions can be so damning in football or in life. And that's the hardest perception to overcome is once you make that first impression, oh, well, he wasn't the guy who to win a Super Bowl. Or, oh, he's the guy who gets hurt all the time. Once you make that first impression, it's really hard to overcome that.
2: It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe, Fox Sports Radio, LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company, and that's why Discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year. Discover, exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match. Limitations apply. All right, so coming up next, there's a coach in the NFL that uh, we were told it's all good. Don't worry about his future. Apparently, an organization is having second thoughts. We'll get into all that for you next here on FSR.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app.
2: two pros at a cup of joe fox sports radio lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr uh coming up uh, later on in the hour we're going to have another edition of the fsr ir some injuries and issues to report from around the uh, world of sports and beyond uh, for all of us here so we'll have that uh, conversation with you here on fox sports radio um so um so uh the new york giants um, yeah <laughs> man they're bad that's a Uh, so uh conversation Uh, uh, so um you want to talk about that is a bad football team and uh the giants who uh you know lose yesterday to the washington football team uh and uh, at home uh there were reports of uh tickets for as cheap as six dollars and still plenty of seats available uh to an nfl game uh to kick off your 2022 which for look for six bucks why wouldn't you just go? I know they're a bad team, but if you can get into an NFL game for $6, why not? I mean, the well, how weather- are you
4: getting there? You got parking, you got concessions, Man, you got a bundle up, bucks. the weather. Are you not understanding what I'm saying to you? Yes, I'm understanding. Just because the ticket is $6, parking could be 20 at least, if not 40 Or you're taking an Uber ride, which is ridiculously expensive, in that area, then you've got concessions. That's at least another twenty. What, what do they even charge for a sixteen-ounce draft beer?
2: I mean, at MetLife. I mean, well, let's get on it. What, we, we've, got, we've got our crack staff here. Can we get uh, the uh, the information on what they charge for a uh, a draft beer at MetLife Stadium? Uh, so we have uh, somebody who's actually on their way to MetLife right now to go uh, look at the menu and then get back to us here on the air. We, I mean, so,
4: so the the point is, it's it's not just six dollars. Like that's how they entice you just to show up it's everything else that encompasses that and and also why would you want to sit outside in cold weather and watch oh, what is a Christ. dumpster dumpster fire of a team that seems to want to go into this, this next season with a lame duck head coach. Mm.
2: I mean, uh, let's go live to our I have an update on the MetLife uh, cost of a beer insider lead to lap for the latest,
0: Lee. Now, I don't believe this when I'm uh, when I'm reading, but they say it's only $5 for a beer. Oh, my ass.
2: It hadn't been 5 bucks since the 40s. That is
0: nice. My uh, ass. How, how old is that article? You could get it yeah. done.
2: Yeah, when, when was that?
0: I'm so, Okay, I'm seeing another one where it's uh, 9 to $12, $11 there for domestic. Go. Okay, that
2: yeah, makes more sense. There you I mean, go. It's cheaper in uh, Dodger Stadium. Well, that's two have. bears. You've gone from one bear to yeah. two bears. How dare right. you? Um, difference between a Jets game and a Giants game. Now uh, Joe Whoa. Judge and the uh, and the wow, you're going to take shots yeah. like that. They share a, wow. they share a place. You're going to take shot. What's next? Uh, Chargers Rams. I hate. And we we'll get to. Is uh, there a price differential though
4: between the two teams? That's kind of interesting. Could you imagine that? Like I mean, obviously, <laughs> as bad as the Giants are, the Jets are probably a worse product, right?
2: I mean. I don't know, man. The Jets do seem like they play hard at times. Uh, they've got questions at, at quarterback and all that. But I, I feel at least more confident in the Jets moving forward. And maybe it's just the head coach. Um, I just – the the questionable call that is getting a lot of uh, conversation is uh, the Giants are – in the second quarter, they have a third and nine from their own four. And they line up and do a quarterback sneak. <laughs> that was amazing. Um, now, Jake Fromm has struggled, uh, you know, early in his career. But <laughs> third and nine you're at your own four yard line in the second quarter of Week 18, and they ran a
4: QB sneak,
2: uh, which is just, you know, brilliant. Uh, uh, I'll, I'll be long. honest.
4: I had a buddy reach out, and they're like, "Am I missing something?" <laughs> they go, it, "It was the clock wrong. Was the down and distance wrong?" <laughs> Am I missing something? And, and I'm watching it going, no. They're just trying to give their punter a little bit more room. room. Yeah. A little more room because they're that scared. No trust. Because, well, I mean, you could run a draw. You could run any running play. You don't have to quarterback sneak. Like, that's not only just an indictment on Jake Fromm, by the way. That's an indictment on your offensive line. That's an indictment on your entire offense that you don't believe the sum of any of those 11 parts can be better running just a traditional offensive play than a quarterback sneak. It, it'd be one thing, by the way, because where were they at? Like the the five or six? Uh,
2: own four-yard line.
4: No, four. There you yeah. go. It'd be one thing if you're on your own one. Like, okay, you're yeah. backed up. There's <laughs> there's some negative consequences, right? If If anything happens negative here. But you're on your own four. Like it just the whole thing was bizarre. And but again, it's it's much like with Vic Fangio. In that instance, watching it, I'm thinking, how can ownership honestly move forward with Joe Judge as the head coach? And and look, I know it sounds like I'm calling out some guy's job, but the the truth is, it's not even about that anymore. It's just about what are you selling at this point? If you're a New York, if you're the New York Giants, and trying to get your fan base excited, like two. Top seven picks well great who's even making those picks is it david gettleman is joe judge still there is that just a wasted year with joe judge the the whole thing is bizarre Uh, it's the
3: last game of the season run a play
4: yes I, i mean i
3: think that that's what it ultimately comes down to if if you run a play like that in that game and i'm one of the mayors or the tish decision makers for this organization I need, I need real explanation on that because that has a tremendous bearing on how I look at you moving forward for the simple fact that you basically told us and your team moving forward when when all seems lost, I'm going to confirm it for you. It is. It is lost. There is no hope. To run that play says we have no hope. I have no belief. And how do you recover from that being the decision that you're making? Can you imagine what was running through their minds when they heard that play call and they went up to the ball? Can you imagine what the defense was thinking while they're sitting there on the sideline and they're the looking at is, like, is
4: this? This is a trick play. It's the last game of the season. Yeah. So what do they have to play for? What like, do you have to play for?
2: Yeah.
3: Your pride, I mean, and- your 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 paycheck, your your dignity, like your self respect.
2: And it was like that's a, not
3: self-respect. And it
2: was like a bunch formation. There was they weren't even trying to fool anybody. It was like no, no, no. This is the plan. Like we are, we were absolutely doing a quarterback sneak. Like there was no, and and if you're if you're the the Washington football team, and you're on defense, are you just looking at them like, are you serious? Like that? If I'm on Washington side
3: of the ball, I'm saying we're going to get a win today. <laughs> That, we're gonna we're gonna finish. The our, we're gonna finish our season with a win. Hey, and, and, and by the way, did, I didn't see the end of the game. The end, end. Did they boo him? Did he get the booze that he was I mean, saying yeah, I, I'm deserving knows? of? Because it was a, it was a
2: boo. I mean, if, look, if it was a boo performance. If they're serving five dollar beers, uh, people were time traveling by the time the fourth quarter rolled around. Well, I, you, mean, I mean, you would assume that maybe
3: you make them five dollar beers so you could get people to want to come in. Right?
2: People had to have snuck booze in, right? I mean, a flask of something had. Why to are you all about sneaking? No, booze No, I'm just in saying, places. like, I mean, it just feels like that would be like that would be the move. Guy. No, I'm not a big flask guy. I'm not. You Caref- are. Careful how you say that fast. Uh, now, speaking of uh, Joe uh, Judge, because uh, 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 the Gi- uh, uh, look, uh, all, all we've heard is that Joe Judge is probably safe. The Giants really like him. The Mars are high on. Him. Remember we talked about that? The Maros are high on Joe Judge. They think he's. Uh, he. They remind him. Uh, they remind them of uh, the Bill Belichick, Bill Parcell time there with the Giants. Jay Glazer sent this out um, last night. uh, Quote, I believe Giants brass is torn on what to do with Joe Judge because of the revolving door of coaches they've had in recent years. They have hesitation to move on because that they'd add to that revolving door. At the same time, I've heard a ton of frustration inside the locker room. Not a little. A lot. So, I just I, I don't know how you move forward. It just feels like this team Gave you everything that they were, and told you everything that they that that they are as a football team the last couple of weeks, and then yesterday to see it play out like it did in front of you know a bunch of people dressed as empty seats at your final play at your final home game. I don't know, man. I, I it, it feels like this is the time to move, and and wouldn't now be the perfect if you've got this many picks uh, near the top of the draft in the first round, wouldn't now be the time to move he forward. He just doesn't
3: fit. Uh, I, I mean, let me just put it out there. I know the organization. I know what they, what direction they're trying to go, go in. I know what it is that how they feel about how they want their team to be ran. I mean, the last time they had a great amount of success, it was with a guy that may not have have been as outwardly, I guess, verbal with the way that that judge is and how he speaks of his toughness and 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 that strong mentality and, and approach, but. Obviously, Coach Coughlin was a military background, military-style coach, and that's what type of environment they like there. But as as things evolve and continue to move forward, you have to get somebody who can relate to these players. I, I mean, that's just the bottom line is you're not going to have success with a guy that that has such a rigid approach to how things have to be and the way they will be with this with today's athlete. It doesn't resonate the same way. To me, Judge is out of he's out of his element with these guys. These guys are out of their element with him as their leader. You can't have somebody leading you that that guys aren't willing to follow. And I think that if they're looking at it from a critical perspective, you got to find somebody out there that's relatable to these guys that could put together a really, really strong coaching staff or bring some guys in that, or keep the guys that, that are already there. Some of those guys that can relate like the coach Spencer's uh, that coaches D line and a couple other guys that are there. And you got to kind of mesh it together in a way where you can reach these guys. Cause there's a total disconnect between the coach and, and the players at this point.
4: I uh, it's hard too if you're a player, on that roster right now, if someone asks you, how do you feel about Joe Judge? You know, because Saquon Barkley kind of came out and w- it was defending him in some ways, but what do you expect him to do? Yeah. I mean, in all honesty, like, you, you can't, especially a guy who's a good guy like Saquon, you know, you don't want to come out and bash a head coach ever. I mean, it's just, it's, it's not something he's going to do. It's seldom you find a player who's going to do that because it, once, you, once you open up that box, Whether it's the next guy who comes in or any employer you play for after that, that's always going to be in the history as part of that baggage when you come to that team. They're going to be looking at him going, well, yeah, he's opened his mouth and spouted off about a coach before. we sure we want this guy? So that's the hard part is no one's going to speak up now. It'll be after they make a decision to move on. I just think you're wasting a year going in the same direction. I don't know know, what you hope to gain in this offseason because here's what you're up against. Yeah, you've got two picks in the top seven. That's great. And it will help improve the roster. They'll probably go in the trenches, you know, O-line, D-line, something like that with those two picks. Because I think to some degree they believe in the investment they made in Daniel Jones and want to be patient. But the truth of the matter is if they start over, they just need to break the whole thing down, move on from Daniel Jones, move on from the head coach, move on from Daniel Gettleman and start over again clean with everyone, you know, moving forward in the same direction. Because if you get rid of Gettleman, you keep Judge, maybe you've got some GM candidates who are hesitant because they don't want to take a job where they're in there with a head coach that they don't either A, want to work with, or B, put on their resume for a year of you know, being with a lame duck coach. Or maybe they don't believe that Daniel Jones is the guy, and, and then maybe Joe Judge does. And then you've got that battle internally. It just If you look at the most successful models in the NFL – with sustained success, it's always about having a head coach and general manager on the same page and syncing those hires up. When they're not synced together, it seems like you know more than likely. It's not going to work out, especially of late in the NFL. All right.
2: You guys want to play a fun little game here? little no. uh, Little Prices Right? So no. Nope. Come on. Little Prices Right. Quick little Prices Right before you hear from uh, the great Eddie no. Garcia. All right. So here we go. Okay. Uh, the fun uh, little game. Uh, it's the Price is Right. The New York Giants since their last playoff appearance edition uh, here on Fox Sports Radio. All right. So let's uh, let's go here. How many wins? How many wins? Do the Giants have since their last playoff appearance? And if you recall, that was the God. boat trip for Odell Beckham Jr. Yeah. So total yeah. wins for when the Giants franchise—that uh, was 2016, the last 16. time they were in the postseason. Right. Well, so was that the
4: 15 since, regular season, 16 uh, postseason, regular
2: season 16, uh, early 2017? Okay, All right, okay. so so how many in the last five mm-hmm. years? How many total wins for the Giants in the last five years? Levar Arrington, step right up. Total wins for the. Giants, please. I'm going to go with 19. All right. 19. Wow. You think they're that's that bad? Years. Okay. That's, that's interesting, uh, All right. right. Uh, now, Brady <laughs> Quinn. <laughs> they're that bad. Uh, Brady Quinn, how many total wins for the New York Giants since their last playoff 29. appearance? 29. All right. 29. And the winner is LaVar Arrington. You have yeah. won yeah. 22 wins for the New wow. York Giants uh, in the last five years. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, that is an awful football team. Uh, 22 and 59 over the last 5 years for That's the New York Giants. The, That's got to be the worst? a lot of losing. <laughs> are they the, the worst. worst in that time frame? It's got to be. I maybe Jacksonville, but Jacksonville had that uh, deep playoff run during that time, so maybe that would uh, yeah, the Giants might be the worst. Yeah, 22 and 59. That's a lot of losing. <laughs> They're
4: so bad.
3: <laughs> That's a lot of losing. Well, no, think
4: man. about this, just think about New York in general right now. Oh With yeah. The way Ooh. the Jets are Mm. And and along with the Giants? I mean, mm. good God. No wonder
2: just... they're playing in Jersey. Well, get him yeah. out at least you got the yeah, bills yeah well I mean, there's that I, I,
4: you know i could say more i'm, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna <laughs> yeah you know I'm Not gonna pile on here yeah yeah
2: that's at least uh,
4: kyrie irving's able to play uh, that's that's a good on point. the road yeah, on that the that road that is a good point say, yeah <laughs>
2: that, that is <laughs> 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 on that the the road. Very, very good point <laughs> on the road again Man, uh, they can't be entertained by anything going on right now. <laughs> so, you know? uh, i can't wait to get
4: on uh, the road again who you're eating dinner next to everyone's messed up inside i sound like just
3: like will and Nelson. at least they had great leadership over the I'm past couple of years. get on the
2: road again. Uh, all right. It is uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here Fox Sports <laughs> Radio. Is that Sports Joe Judge's new theme song? I'm uh, on the road again. <laughs> uh, coming up next, we've got the latest edition of the FSR IR. Some issues, possible injuries to report. It's yours right here on Fox Sports Radio.
1: Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific.
2: tire dot com slash sports tire dot com the way tire buying should be right Metallica That's good stuff dude is this off the uh, which album is this master of puppets no oh sorry come
3: on man tell right. all my ladies in the place which style and grace would let like me do the lyrical
4: you know how there's those your- people who can like kill a vibe yeah, yeah. Jonas yeah. can do that. Yeah. He, hey. can, he can kill a vibe the man.
2: vibe killer Better believe it, man. That's what I do.
4: He he walks in, all those people who, like post hey, positive vibes. Oh, Jonas will wipe that nope. out
3: in a heartbeat. Yeah, try to so get that Jonas is in like, my face. Kneecap. What is this like
4: the Isley Brothers or something? <laughs> what is Metallica? <laughs> why do
2: I sound like that, Lamar? Uh, there's only
4: one type go ahead, of music. hit the button. Yeah, yeah, go ahead, come on, why go do right, I sound
2: like go that, Lamar? Hit the button. Come on, ahead, Roberto. You can do it. Come on. Yep. Yeah, it's all yeah right. please. I
3: did. I yeah, yeah, did go down right. that lane. What exactly is this music that you're listening? to Is
2: that the Isley Brothers? A sprinkle some crack on them, Johnson. I was going to say, that does sound like a Dave Chappelle
1: crack.
2: <laughs> that does sound like Chappelle. Um, Alright, uh, we are going to uh, top of next hour, a little over 10 minutes from now. Uh, there is a, uh, you talk about somebody owning somebody. Uh, that played out yet again uh, in another strange way uh, in the NFL on Sunday, so we'll have that conversation top of next hour here on FSR. By the way, I want to let you know we are brought to you by Discover. If you're a valued customer, you deserve a a simple gesture of appreciation from your credit card company. And that's why discover matches all the cash back you've earned at the end of your first year discover exceptionally common sense. Learn more at discover.com slash match limitations apply right now. It's time for this
1: after your sports weekend happens. So it's time to get the FSR IR report.
2: All right. We are reporting injuries or issues over the weekend. Uh, who wants to go first? Who's got something? I, I prematurely
3: announced that I um, got an award and, and a <laughs> distinction uh, of a lifetime. And, well, I'm on the IR for it. That's all. I mean,
4: well, yeah. you know. But Did you gonna... get reprimanded for it? Like, no, what
3: I didn't. get Nothing happened. Nothing happened. I just felt really bad. After I went back, yeah, you know, I blanked out when I when I got the, the 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 package, and maybe in my mind, you you think that you get the information differently.
4: Well, like David Baker's going to show up at the door, uh, something you know, <laughs> you, you some create something. Human being. Yeah, you create retired, something different.
2: I think David Baker retired. This was his last year doing that, knocking on the door. But you for just the NFL. created some. You just create a
3: different thought to it you know and I, I just didn't think it'd be like a box at the front door yeah but it was and i and, and listen i i just didn't look look it all the way over the way that i should have in that little fine print that's it if you could please please hold off until we announce it, i just didn't see that part yeah yeah so that that's my ir well
4: well I, that's their fault for putting in small print right
3: agreed yeah well, yeah. it, it wasn't really.
4: And what that small. are they gonna do? Like take it away now? <laughs> it
3: wasn't really that small. I mean, well, <laughs> it was right there. <laughs> what are they gonna you do? just they... But over. I said, I just said, yeah, I did,
2: I did. It is oh, what it is. Hey,
3: okay. I mean, Stuff they got happens. a lot of good pop
2: from it, you know. Um, it's good. I I, uh, I screwed up this weekend. Uh um, oh. Um yes. This is a. Uh, Yes. I don't know why I did this. I've never done this before. I have no idea why I did this. Uh, I, I went it. to go. Uh, you know, I I had the show uh, Saturday morning. Uh, the oh, undercard right. for Up on Game. Yep. Uh, and uh, and I had the show. Thank you for saying yep. yep. And I had the show uh, <laughs> uh, this Saturday morning, and uh, I wanted to go see. Uh, you know, go go to a place that, that you guys have been to. We don't need to get into where that place is. To go oh. see it uh, is go see the family. Okay. We'll put it that way. Okay. Go see the family. And, um, I smelled something as I parked and um, I was like, "God, oh, that's that's a little weird. And I realized I had driven, thankfully, side streets, not on the freeway. Uh, with my parking brake on the entire oh, wow. time. Oh wow! Oh man! <laughs> I had no idea. What were you focused on have, doing, buddy? I have no no clue, and how I didn't notice anything was 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 happening. What type of a break is that? It's a uh, yeah, it's it's a break <laughs> yeah, that uh, didn't so work that well. It Jeez. was uh, it was smoking. Uh, it smelled uh, for quite some time. Come uh, on, we're Zonis. all good now. But yeah, I have no idea why I did that. Just completely uh, slipped my mind. You were uh, you were
3: focused. Yeah. Oh. Oh, man, I mean, I don't, I don't have one are of these focus-driven man.
2: I don't have one of these uh, fancy uh, up-to-date cars. My car is 15 years old, uh, so going on. 16. You're used to weird smells. Yeah, you just like kind of, you know, you don't get these indicators that like, hey, dude, uh, the parking brake's on. You know what I mean, Pac-Man? You just like you get these, uh, you <laughs> know, you get these uh, situations like that. So <laughs> listen, Pac-Man didn't know that his it, shorty had her parking brake on. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. We were at the scene in uh, colors where. Uh, <laughs> Sean Penn finds out. (laughs) Sean Penn finds out. Uh, Simply a rental, sir. Uh, Look at me, Pac-Man. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Me too, man. I can barely walk, Pac-Man. Pac-Man
3: found out what uh, don't save her, she don't want
2: to be saved really meant. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, Yeah. Brady, you got anything you want to report, or was it another smooth sailing weekend there at the Quinn household?
4: Uh, It was pretty relaxing. Not much. I mean, I didn't have any issues. As a father of three, though, my middle child seems to be constantly. Like last week at one point, she slipped when she was getting out of the shower. She's probably too young to get out of the shower. Chipped her front tooth. Bruised up her chin. Felt awful for her. And then she's playing at the park and she's running and she falls down again and messes up her bottom teeth. No. Like on a 24 hour period. So I, I was fine. Our middle child, though, who's a little sweetheart, but she just cannot seem to stop falling and hurting herself right now. Damn. Jeez. I know. It's sad, man. That bums me it, out. The, well, the chipped tooth thing's kind of weird. Yeah. yeah, it is. I mean, is. You know, she's gonna, Are uh, they the baby teeth?
1: Yeah, she uh, should be fine. Oh, yeah. Yeah, she'll be fine. She'll be I fine. Can do it. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com. And within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. if you dare.